five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Liam Joshua Munn. And I'm Michaela DeJoseph. And this stays between us. I'm starting Looking with the man. <laughs> I was like, where did I get that song in my head? I was like, oh, it's because Michaela was singing it off and on. I was just singing it two seconds ago. Two seconds ago. Hey, Michaela, how are you? <sighs> hey, Liam. Um, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> Guys, how are you? I'm fine. I looked at our numbers, and y'all listen to some weird episodes. I think our most solid episodes aren't the ones people listen to. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's the trashier um, ones that yeah. do well. And I feel like this is going to be one of the trashier ones. Oh. Because I just have, like, so much, like, weeks are so, like, not worthwhile. Like, <laughs> there is, like, <laughs> Weeks <on>, overrated. <laughs> They're just, like, there's nothing that goes on, right? But then, like, I have so much. Then the little things that I deal with are, like, really big because nothing's happening. Oh, and I feel things way too much. I am, like, the magnifying glass of emotion. And I'm, like, zoom in. There's (laughs) something there to feel strongly about. I have a story for you that I didn't tell you because I was, like, I'll save it for, like, the podcast. Because it's, like, kind of, like, New York City quirky, Mm. but really terrible. (laughs) So I started off my week. Uh I woke up. It was Monday. I'm like, ugh, another day of life. And I go to the bathroom, and I'm like doing my thing. And I'm done with the bathroom, and I look over, and I see a half-dead mice between my toilet and my bathtub. Oh, so it's Kind of moving. Oh, it was very close to me while I was going to the bathroom. And it was like kind of moving and i we have like a mice issue that we've like been trying to take care of for a little while now yeah but they've never been in the bathroom yes so i've never seen in the bathroom before and it was like kind of moving but like so i've seen mice before in my apartment and they'd like dash if they see you like they're very fast and this one was like not dashing and i knew it saw me but it was like kind of moving and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god what do i do i was also by myself one of my roommates has already gone home for Thanksgiving and the other one was at work. So I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So I took the plunger Stop it. and I put it over the mouse Stop. because it just like was not moving. So I just put the plunger there and I remember I was like trying to call my dad and he was not answering and I was like, <laughs> okay. And so then he finally answers and I was like, what do I do? He was like, is it still alive? I'm like, yeah, like. It's not like it was in a trap and it was dead and I could like pick it up, like throw it in a bag and like throw it out. Like it was still alive. So like that mouse's life was in my hands and like I would have had to kill it. But then my dad's like, you have like a super for a reason. I was like, oh, yeah. So then like I call the super and he eventually comes like a few hours later. The thing was still under the plunger. I did not move it because I was like, I do not want that thing to like run out. And the super had to come and kill it. Oh, and, so he was the murderer. Uh, yeah. I was like, this is honestly really sad. But then again, at that point, it needs to get killed. Oh, I know. And like, they're not paying rent, so I don't need oh, them. Oh like, my God, you're a monster. Mulling um, around. <laughs> I could, eating my food. But that is the one difficult bit, is that your apartment's also old. So you've had yes. that You've had that problem really because of the age of the apartment, not because it's dirty. Yeah, I, 
Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's because. But Kayla's also just disgusting. Um, I also don't believe, I think the devil put walk-up apartments on this earth for a reason. And your apartment, although it's not that bad of a walk-up, <laughs> still a walk-up. And yes, I don't miss. It is. I was like, dang it, COVID. Can't uh, visit your apartment as regularly for that <laughs> walk-up experience. It was it was a wild, wild week, too, for, like, streaming platforms, as per usual. Disney released mm-hmm. their numbers, funny enough. I never told you this. But Disney released their numbers, and, like, park-wise, like, Disney Park, the parks, lost, like, $2 billion, obviously. Um, but Disney Plus gained 74 million subscribers. That's, like, a lot of people. That's a lot of money. I mean, yeah, there's nothing else to do. True. And then also my friends were really freaking out about The Queen's Gambit. That's on okay, Netflix. Okay, so I started that. Uh-huh. I started it. I started it kind of late at night, and I was like, this is going to be a show I'm going to have to, like, pay attention to. True. And, like, not be on my phone and watch TikToks during. So <laughs> I, like, stopped watching it. Then I restarted it, and I do like it. I think I just need to get into it a little bit more. What episode I are you I need to, like... The second one. Like, oh, I stopped, okay. like, halfway through the second one. Because, like, I start things, and I'm like, no, I'll just put on Shit's Creek. But <laughs> what I did start was The Crown. Okay, how's that? Netflix's The Crown. Have you seen it? So it's funny, as everyone in my phone knows, I am British. <laughs> I was born in the UK. And so everyone's like, you're going to love The Crown. And although I think the acting set interior all of it looks fantastic in the perform. i'm a really big claire yeah. for uh foy fan is that her name claire foy she's great and yes. then i also love olivia coleman who who took over uh, a few seasons yes. later again Haven't amazing yeah, yeah um but i i just think it's kind of boring i like okay that's what i thought i was also going to think okay but oh well <laughs> i tried and i thought it was boring see i i think maybe because you thought it was boring so your parents are both like British, like yes, you know, and I knew nothing of the sorts of oh, it's the like, British monarchy. It's crazy, and I just could not believe. Like I knew nothing, like literally nothing, nothing. Couldn't nothing, zip zada nothing. And I was watching it, and I'm like, why aren't we talking about that? These people are so rich and are just glorified celebrities and do nothing, and they don't even want to do it. It's a burden to them. It was a whole big thing when the brother didn't want to be the king and then had to be passed on. He's like, you know the burden you're putting on me. And like, if nobody wants to do this, like, I hate to get existential again, but we make everything up. You can stop doing things. Everything is a choice in this world. And they literally, one of the lines from the the grandmother to the new queen was literally like, your job is to serve God, not the people. So they are not there for the people. It is like mind boggling to me that this is happening and we're okay with it. You know, tell them. I'm so confused. Like, do people in Britain care that like all these people are getting their money? And like one Prince Philip did a good quote. He was like, she was talking about like broadcasting the coronation and he was like, she was like, he was like, we should make this for the people more, like get them involved because he knows what it's like to be overthrown and like exiled from his country sure. being in a monarchy. Yeah. And he was like, well, well, we're making these millions of dollars. People are living on rations. So I think we can like 
give them this little bit. And I was like, tell them, Philip, tell them. It is like so crazy to me. And like, no wonder it makes good TV because it is the whole thing. It's just so dramatic. Oh, like the absolutely. passing of the 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 guard. The title oh. was so dramatic. And I was like, Jesus Christ. But I just like hate everything the crown stands for. Like, it's so terrible. But I'm going to continue watching because oh, I don't know anything about it. Oh, wait until. And then I was like. Literally yeah, wait yeah. until. I mean, of course, because I'm Welsh. The new season with Princess Diana. Diana. Yes. Everybody was talking about it. So I was like, was, let me start It really show. was like even. It is a rough topic even for like Welsh people. Because of how badly they treated her. Uh, so I'm definitely interested, you know, in the uh, last week, the the family released a statement where that was basically like, we don't like the crown. We don't like a you know, dramatic version of real events. And I was like, right. well, And girl, I think the crown put out a statement like this is like a scripted show. So like, you know, it's like, yeah, it is. Well, I mean, and I also take, take it what it is, but I don't think it's like that far off. Like, especially with the Diana with the Diana stuff like they really didn't like her like they were outwardly scrutinizing her um and so terrible oh and Diana was literally <laughs> so bad. and like people were like and like if you're ever bored watch her like interviews I mean as a kid I was obsessed with her because she truly was like I don't want to be queen because I don't do things the way they want to do it. And I want to take yeah, care of a normal human being. Truly like, not like, and she was like, so I'm go- she's like, I am going to take care of the people no matter what. So it's like, if I'm yeah. queen, great. But the reality is I'm not going to be able to be on the ground taking care of people the way I want to. So she really yeah. was like awesome. And yeah, so I'm not surprised. I mean, I also didn't realize that, um another ryan murphy thing got released that was like he's doing american crime story impeachment did you know this maybe this is a joke and i just completely missed the ball (laughs) but billy eichner posted on his instagram that was like on set and it was like the chair you know in the back with the logo american crime story impeachment so oh y'all donald wait i want to listen listen back to this episode in like two months to see how if that somebody true. oh and also i joined twitter again kurt russell i believe maybe i'm it's an old white man that's oh. all i remember kurt russell the actor he's an actor okay. his dad i think is secretary he's in the government so long story short the reason i'm bringing kurt russell up is because i read this on the toilet this morning on twitter and oh, he basically he's like i'm no politician i'm no analyst but he kind of like gave a tweet thread about why he thinks Trump hasn't conceded. And he believes, again, if one of our listeners has a better understanding than I, please call me out and tell me. But his understanding is that Trump isn't willing to concede because at some point he is going to bargain to essentially get him off of the hook of his illegal actions. So basically, like, pardon himself. I'll concede you know, I'll leave if peacefully you leave if, you, if you leave me this. alone. And I was like, that's pretty. And he said it much more eloquently than I I did. But that's <laughs> what I understood. You know, that I, makes sense. I watch political things said. now, not with an understanding of knowledge, but purely of like, <laughs> what's the drama? Like, what's the tea? Right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I'm like the E-network, but if it was politics. So Fox News, right, I guess, right, but right. not Fox <laughs> News, but not right wing. Um <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it was super interesting, and I was kind of like, so p- follow me on Twitter if you want literally my thoughts of nothing. 
Uh, I don't even think I follow you on Twitter. Yeah, so I, I mean, literally, I'm I'm one of those who you don't need to. If you want to, feel free. I just don't go on it, so it doesn't even matter. I did tweet one thing that did get you because I posted on Instagram because I thought it was pretty good. I tweeted this. This is the thing you responded to. 97.5 million people voted for American Idol in 2008. You don't see see David Archuleta crying. He conceded like a champ. <laughs> That is so good. But it's I true. Just, that time in American oh. Idol with like David Archuleta like, is imprinted in my brain for but, some reason. And that just hit home. It hit home. But here's the thing, though. That was 2008 in the middle of a goddamn recession. Like, people mm-hmm. were hungry. But you know what they were more hungry for? David Archuleta winning American Idol. <laughs> and I remember when they were like, and American Idol is... David, my favorite is they started it with this, David, and everyone, cook. And everyone lost their goddamn minds, and girls were crying. They were so upset. Oh, I probably was one of them. But here's the thing. David Cook won by, like, 30 million votes. Like, he won by, like, a landslide. I'm sure. But David Archuleta. Oh. You know? I mean, I... Other than watching David Cook in Kinky Boots, I have not seen oh him back God, on the scene. Oh, 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 Michaela. Oh, that was... oh. excuse me. Michaela, um. excuse you. That was crazy. Crazy. Um, another fun <laughs> social media thing is Paul Wontorek of, I think that's his last name. I'm sorry if that's not. Um, he's the head editor of Broadway.com. And he kind of posted a really lovely sentiment on Instagram, uh, kind of saluting the uh, original cast of the prom and it kind of got me thinking Michaela what your thoughts were on Broadway casts being cast in the movie adaptations of films so for example the prom of course no one from the original company of the prom is in the uh, Ryan Murphy film Um, but also there were good examples like Rent other than the Tracy Toms as Joanne and Rent that was the only replacement uh, of of the original company of Rent who and they and they did it in the movie which if you think about it 1997 and then 2005 that is kind of a difference like they're they're, Adina had done Wicked at that point like that's kind of crazy Um, so what are your thoughts like does it depend on the show if they should keep the original cast like what are your thoughts okay so now that you mentioned rent, that's kind of got me thinking again. So think speaking of rent, I watched the last live performance of Rent on Broadway is like kind of the rent I grew up on. Yeah, classic. Um, but I listened to the original Broadway cast recording. Like that was my listening, and then I watched the onstage version. I really so this might not be a cast thing, but I did not I don't like the movie Rent. Oh, because I don't bad. think they did a good job. Oh, and no, and I'm sorry, and Mimi. Mimi was different. Daphne Rubin Vega didn't do yes, the film. Yes, yes. Rosa- uh, Rosaria um, Dawson did it, I believe. Right. So I don't think that was a cast thing. I think that was oh, a... Oh, it's just a direction thing. Direction thing. So with that being said, I think I would have liked if the original cast of The Prom was also on the movie because it's going to give them such like great exposure being on Netflix. And everybody's still like the same age range that like i don't think they would look crazy i think like playing uh, yeah parts, i think right? other than the lead i think you're fine just because i, I think, think she has a baby face though i agree caitlin, but um, like K- caitlin kinnanen i think she's great yeah. i think that is her part i totally agree yeah. with you i i want her to do the movie but i could see a world and them being like well she doesn't look 16 
And I'm like, okay. Because, like, you know, Beth Level and Chris Sieber, they, it doesn't matter their age, really. What does right. matter is, you know, you know, the the young lesbian, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, and the same thing with Ariana DeBrose. I don't necessarily know if she reads super, super young on camera either. Yeah. But I'll be interested. Right. I'm really, really interested. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit of, of prom when we come back. But I think... I think overall, I think it depends. One depends on the show. I think it depends on like where they're at when it comes to their ages. You know, I think like you just said, freaking Ben Platt is <laughs> a sixteen-year-old. Oh my god, I can't. Through my eyebrows. <laughs> uh, um, I think. Is there any other movie like shows on Broadway right now that I could think would make really good movie musicals? I'm just trying to think on Broadway right well, now. Oh, on Broadway right now. Well, I was just saying about cast um, when... Uh, hello, why can I not think of the name of the show? Lin-Manuel Miranda's first show. Oh, In the Heights. So I think they have some original... Like, Anthony Ramos. Was he but in that, the No, show? that was a re- that's a good example. Because Anthony Ramos, I believe, he's either in the ensemble he covered. I, he was definitely yes. in it. I don't remember what part he was in it. So, also, yeah, In the me, Heights, me neither. so good. Like So good. I so know, we've talked about it before. Every listen, Hamilton's great, but I can sl- I can listen to every song and in the heights. It's so good. The orchestrations good. are so good. I saw the national tour when I was like ten. I oh. freaking loved that. Um, but yeah, I I'd agree. But there. like that moving around like people that were in the original show and like placing them in the movie in like different parts, I think could also be like I like that. Well, and also. Oh, oh, but I mean, Lin-Manuel Miranda's playing Paragua guy, right? Paragua. Yeah, which is like perfect. Oh, it's like, very, very I love funny. That oh, no, it's so funny. It's so funny. If y'all have any examples of like either good, I mean, like I think of like Hades Town right now, like Hades Town, right, yeah. you could probably film that in a year and they would all be per- still good for their roles. Um, but yeah. if you guys have any examples of either like shows on Broadway right now that would make really, really good, uh, you know, movie musical adaptations. Or if you have a think of like, what are your opinions on on, on people continuing as the roles that they did on Broadway? Because the stage and the screen are different animals. Um, but mm-hmm. stays is the stays between us podcast. What is it called again? Stays between us podcast. Oh, you keep me on track. Let's go on a commercial break. Welcome back to the Broadway Dish. Oh, I like it. You is this love, what we're going to call this segment? You love, the Broadway Dish? You do love a segment title. If you get a bad segment oh, title, Michaela pretty much loves it. It's very yes. rare you dislike a segment name that doesn't sound terrible. The Broadway Correct. Dish, and you're like, love it, love it. And you're like, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, We do have some Broadway drama this week, slightly. Probably news. Broadway mostly. news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, kind of like the main thing is, is that they haven't announced a date for the Tony Awards. So we have the nominees. Oh. Here they go again. Here they go again. Uh, we should do a live <laughs> reaction to the 2009 Tony Awards because that was a right mess. Should we do it on instagram live one day yeah absolutely no michaela do you remember that year it was bad i so bad don't. and it was all technical so i problems. would like to do that it was the year that that don't. one famous guy got hit by a set piece um shrek was that year so that's pretty chaotic um <laughs> what else happened there was a lot know. of audio issues so like 
Alice Rip oh and then Alice Ripley's speech. Oh, what a good year. She was like, <laughs> There are words by John F. Kennedy. And it's oh, God. oh, it is right chaotic. And like next to normal performed, half of their mics didn't work. Guys and dolls wow. performed, but they had to a stagehand had to run out and give them a handheld. Oh, it was a year. It was truly. And I remember watching it when I was like, what, 10, 9? And I was like, this is a mess. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) But um, I'm so overwhelmed. I have the virus. Um, But (laughs) no, Tony Awards haven't released a date yet. They said in the fall, Mm -hmm. winter. So now. um, So, yeah. I remember seeing like the fall and I was like, did I miss it? I was like, no. did I miss the Tony Awards? So my guess is they're either going to release something pretty soon or they're just going to wait till the spring. Frankly, I just think you should wait till the spring. Why they didn't, I understand why they didn't wait because they had all the money for the Tony Awards and they didn't want to lose the money. I get that. Right. But why didn't you, like the reality is most of the shows, we had like four shows nominated. Why didn't we just wait to pick it up where we left off? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. It makes no sense. And I feel like... Ugh. Oh, my God. People are driving crazy. Um, I feel like they lost the momentum. Like, yeah. how many episodes ago was it that we, like, talked about, like, the nominations? Like, I'm over it. You know? I don't care. And I think... It depends on how they're going to do it, right? Because if it's, like, Zoom style, I think that'll be kind of boring. But if they do it emmy style and have a like a soundstage situation i think that could actually be pretty good um and it seems like with the macy's thanksgiving day parade uh tina fey is hosting a broadway event now on nbc oh yeah um i think both of those things will kind of give us a little bit of a look-see into what jack little pill's gonna do i'm surprised that tina's not doing something just because i all you really need is Adrian Warren and a mic, and like that's the show. Like she's yeah. in, not and not any dissing to the ensemble. The yeah. ensemble's amazing, and that show the choreography is really cool. But I think that you know a really good performance from Tina could be just her singing a Tina Turner song, a ballad, if you will. So yeah, that's the Tony Awards dish. I I hope they release something soon. Um, I mean, same thing with Jagged Little Pill. I mean, Elizabeth Stanley could sit in the middle of the stage and sing one of her songs, and I would yeah. be perfectly happy. Yeah um totally what what other broadway news interested you this week michaela they are just throwing everyone and anyone and dear van hansen isaac powell <laughs> was announced isaac that cole he's going powell to... yes isn't powell isn't it it's isaac cole powell but I oh i just isaac wrote powell. isaac powell on the... that's his name on instagram um anyways he posted that he's going to be in the movie and i'm just like As they jock. are really <laughs> changing this whole plot who are these characters there are six characters in the whole musical and now there's been at least three other people added into this and i'm yeah yeah yeah, yeah, confused and he all the only details they're giving us are like names so it's like jake the yeah that's it and i'm like literally there's no context it's so weird and I'm like, pop off, I guess. Um, I don't really care. Um, what's interesting is how much it's going to change the plot. 
and I think yeah, Isaac Powell looks a lot younger than dear uh, than I was just about to call him dear Evan Hansen than <laughs> Ben Platt. So yeah, I'm just I gonna, think so too. I'm really interested in how it's going to read because he's the only original company member. The rest ben Platt, of them have, yeah. the change, which I mean is kind of I'm a little sad because although Julianne Moore is going to be great, um, first off I didn't know she sang, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. And her songs, I mean, Heidi's songs aren't super hard, but I mean, they're like hard-ish. They're like, you know, they're really storytelling songs. So I'm interested to see how that goes. I'm a little sad Rachel Bay Jones isn't doing it. I just really like Rachel Bay Jones. Me too. Um, too. But more, uh, a lot of nonprofits this week have announced their returning. So we've got Roundabout Mm. has uh, set some return dates to the fall of 2021 of when their Broadway shows, including Carolina Change and a few upcoming brand new plays, are being are set to return fall of 2021 which i think is a really good um guesstimate to when things are slowly going to come back um and that's not even full throttle come back i think that's when we're just going to start seeing more i think masks are still going to be a thing i think people are going to still take things very seriously um but i think it's a you know an mtc also announced that how i learned to drive starring mary louise parker and that other name that i can't remember He's off. They're also coming back around that time as well. So I think that's a good time to like be like. I think the theater, nonprofit theater, and um, theater that's not reliant on a tourist market, I could see making a return. And that's really why we have yeah. government funded nonprofit theaters. Like yeah. that is why this is why because like now we're gonna have the theater back, and it's not gonna slowly be reliant on. People from Europe or people from Japan or, you know, wherever. There's no way that's going to be happening. Oh, that's why I I don't think Wicked or Phantom will be back anytime soon. I just don't. I'll go Um, see Wicked. Honestly. I'll give them my money. I'll be in it. Um, (laughs) But I mean, yeah, Yeah. honestly. Um, I'll just (laughs) stand. That was the one cool story I did have. I interned for Wicked at one point. It was for the production company for the merchandise. And I had to go through the Gershwin between shows. And that was actually really cool because the ghost light and the theater is completely black. Really, really cool. And the Gershwin's a really cool building. The theater looks ugly as hell, but really cool building. Um, Right. More news. Um, Oh, yeah. No, Michaela, take it away. Take it away. No, I was going to say more news. Um, The prom just released one of the songs that is Uh going to be in the movie. I'm assuming... Was that also in the Broadway show? I didn't it see it. It was not. Oh, so this is a new song um, that Meryl Streep sings and multiple, raps in well, it. Well, multiple, yes, multiple characters sing in it. But yes, right. Meryl Streep does rap. That is her. She's rapping in it. What is the name of the song? You sent it to uh, me. Let's, let's find out. It was released this morning. Um, Dropped hold, hold. straight this morning. It's like, hold on Wear to your, your crown. crown. Wear, your, Wear crown. your crown. How fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, In... <laughs> um, you guys, it was not great. Um, I didn't love it. I'm it's... being very kind. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's not great. I think I don't really know where in the show it's gonna fit. Um, because right. I see, I saw, I see the show. I saw the show, and I thought it was really fun. I thought I actually thought the music was one of the better things in it. Um, right now, they're adding new music to it. And, and I, like, the only thing that makes why? me worried, a little worried, is you know, and this is me being a little snobby. I really loved 
the contrast between all the kid material kind of sounded like pop rocky kind of very quirky fun stuff very young while the older adults in the show had a had a more broadway classic sound kind of almost making fun of the fact it's a broadway show and there are broadway people in the show singing it so it kind of was, a, was obnoxious played on itself was very like almost um like a farce very very funny um and it seems like the bulk of the adults sang sung this new song and and it, it's very very uh engineered it's like yeah. very very poppy it's very it's almost like i don't really know what to call it so it's it doesn't <laughs> sound it doesn't sound like the 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 music from from the show so okay i'm interested to see what route they continue down cuz i mean a lot of it's big broadway musical numbers Mm-hmm. that you know like the lady i love beth level stuff in that show so like the ladies improving uh, and stuff i'm really excited to see i think meryl streep's got a great voice yeah so i'm interested to see how that's gonna sound uh and i hope they don't take away that kind of big broadway sound for like netflix ryan murphy i don't know glee version of it i don't know i really don't know and maybe it'll work yeah. who knows maybe it'll work um no. Also announced, which I'm actually really, really excited about, is the 2011 production of Anything Goes starring Sutton Foster. It was directed and choreographed by Kathleen Marshall. And very randomly, when they closed a few years... I mean, that, that, I mean, we're getting on eight years now. That Nine years that show's been closed. Um, mm-hmm. The Kathleen Marshall announced, she was like, we're going to take it to the West End at some point. Long story short, yesterday it was announced that... They're going to the West End, the Barbican, I believe, next year. Um, and Megan Mullally is playing Reno Sweeney, uh, which I, when I say I love Megan Mullally, I'm a gay man, so obviously I love Megan Mullally. But mm-hmm. I think she's not only like a comedic genius, but she's got such a good voice. She's Please Don't Touch Me, right? Yeah, and Young Frankenstein, Great. she played. Um, elizabeth and young frankenstein and like if you go back to that show it's funny because an audio like a bootleg showed up on my instagram of that show she was like belt mixing like e's and f's like sustaining e's and f's like she's crazy she's got a crazy voice um and and kathleen released an, uh, a an art like a statement about it and she was like um letting you know that it's not really going to be like the sutton foster like kick your face dancing version of anything goes which They're it going... wasn't supposed to like sutton no. foster's ruined that role oh for people God. like tell him tell him michaela why why that did she ruin that role Reno for you sweeney but cannot yeah. dance like her freaking um 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 patty stood oh. there and swayed like oh. the star she is oh and patty maybe gave you a step ball change of Maybe a shuffle, a good shuffle bell change, um, and yeah. Sutton ruined that. So I she hope Megan Mullally brings it back down to earth. She ruined it with her talent. Bit. Yes, so I thanks mean, Sutton. And I think that what Megan's gonna bring to the role too is that people expect a certain level of of her comedy, her sarcastic, very like hit you in the balls comedy. And, yeah. and I think that is what she's going to bring to Reno. And I think to a certain, and she said, like, Kathleen was like, she, they're going to tap, but it's not going to be the eight minute long tap break that Sutton did. And it's because Sutton could, like, she literally ruined it with her talent. Like, that's, yes. <laughs> that's what happened. For sure. And For she, sure. And she sung it essentially pretty much very close to the Patti Lapone keys. 
So um, she's incredible. She's an incredible artist. But um, I'm really, really excited for this revival. Maybe one day I'll see it. Who knows to say? But I want to see Megan do it. That's the problem. I don't want to see... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to see anybody else do it. I want to see Megan do it. Um, do you like the show Children of Eden, Michaela? I don't know anything about it. The Spark of Creation. That's what that, sh- that song's from. Right. I know that song, like, barely. <laughs> um, <laughs> the show was written by Stephen Schwartz, and it is, mm. um, it was one of his early shows, basically, built off of like noah and the ark and like biblical stories adam and eve i'm pretty sure we're in it because eve sings spark of creation um they did a production of it in 1998 at the paper mill playhouse with stephanie mills as eve she was the original dorothy in the whiz um really really cool really people really really loved it and they're Oh, mm-hmm. and there's some bops in it. Like um, that one song where they're on the ark and they celebrate. Very fun. Um, but they've never really had a su- as successful as a production to transfer for, to Broadway. Like they never have. They've never mm. done it. I don't think it's ever been on Broadway. Um, really? That's so interesting. They announced a production that. in Atlanta. The reason I'm bringing it up is because Pentatonix singer uh, Kristen uh, Maldonado Kirsten, it's Kirsten. I'm sorry, it's Kirsten Maldonado. I have no idea. Uh, great singer, and she was in Kinky Boots last year or two years ago, mm-hmm. three years ago. Don't know where I am. Uh, and she's <laughs> set to play. I'm pretty sure she's set set to play Eve in this production of in Atlanta. And there, the eyes are on Broadway. That's the goal. Um, wow, that's exciting. It's very exciting. I will. I will. The show, like I said, the show hasn't really been commercially successful. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm interested. Think they'll make changes to it to like make it better because obviously of, something hasn't worked. It's a, it's a Stephen <laughs> Schwartz show, right? So it's kind of right. on crack. It's yeah, you know, it has the capability of being really really good, but in the hands of the wrong director. I mean, I guess that's any show really, but specifically yeah. his material. I feel like he's kind of that amazing composer that has really put pop rock shows in the medium of theater. Because I listened to Pippin, yeah. which was written in the seventies. And I don't think mm-hmm. it sounds like a uh, a musical theater score. I think it sounds very close to what he was listening to on the radio. Yeah. Um, and same thing, of course, with Wicked. I mean, Wicked completely changed the I landscape. I mean, yeah. He successfully made a pop musical that is, like... Gigantic. It's gigantic. So, so I think yeah. Children of Eden is capable. I think, it's a, I, think, I think religion in theater is really hard to talk about. Um yeah i i think it's very very i mean i, I even think sometimes God, is he really religious oh i'm thinking of someone else who wrote him also oh, he wrote... there's so many musicals about god but i'm he, mean, he wrote godspell so i'm like oh then i was right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no he right. totally I mean, so is definitely... he like super religious or like he just i don't know i really I don't it's interesting... i think yeah i mean godspell in fairness you he wrote it with his uh, college friends in college so it's like that was like a really early on project Versus, like, Children of Eden was a little later in his career. Um, And they've been pretty... I mean, I'll look into it. If I'm remembering this correctly, the initial production did actually also premiere at Paper Mill Playhouse, like, way back when, in the 90s. uh, And they, like... It was super... Like, the goal was... It was, like, multi-million dollar production. The goal was to bring it to Broadway, and then it kind of got panned, so they chose not to do it. Um... But I, I, I genuinely hope that, that whoever gets their hands on, I really enjoyed the Godspell revival in 2011. 
I thought that was really creative and really, really fun. Uh, and they had a good run for the most part. So I'm, 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 I hope that, and I think Kirsten's great. I think she's a, she's a great little actress. I think she's got a great voice. Yeah. And I actually think she's got a really good musical theater sensibility to her. Uh, she's like a pop singer who I think does really well in the medium of, of, uh, of musical theater. Um, and I thought, Michaela, to, to finish off our, our, what seems like Broadway dish, Broadway dish, <laughs> some, 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 a little bit more serious drama happened this week. And, um, oh. and I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. Okay. Um, so like I said, I've recently rejoined Twitter. I'm pulling it up right now. And uh, an actor by the name of Chad Kimball, who is cur- uh, is currently slated to return uh, to the show Come From Away. If you don't know his work, he was also in the show Memphis. I'm pretty sure he was Tony nominated for Memphis. Um, and he got some serious uh, backlash this week. Uh, for uh, I will just tell you guys the tweet. and Maybe we can talk about it. Uh, the tweet was... Uh, was responding to a very specific statement uh, from Governor Cuomo. And Governor Cuomo, uh, to give you kind of a quick synopsis, said, uh, Choirs, bands, and ensembles won't perform during services, but soloists will be able to. Uh, Facial coverings will be required for congregation members who won't be allowed to sing. Um, So essentially, Cuomo is talking about kind of getting back into a little bit more strict guidelines. I mean, we really never had super strict guidelines um, for quarantine and for social distancing and, of course, the COVID pandemic. But Chad Kimball retweeted um, this sentiment and, and underlined the statement that I just read. And he said, respectfully, I will never allow a governor or anyone to stop me from singing, let alone sing in worship to my God. Folks, absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. This is not about safety. It's about power. I will respectfully disobey these un- uh, unlawful orders. He continues, to be clear, nobody is going maskless. The overreach, in my opinion, is not being able to sing even with a mask. No singing with a mask on. I'm emphasizing because he has capitalized things. Everyone will continue wearing masks with respect and with hope and with care. So, oh my and to give you a little bit of insight, <laughs> Broadway Twitter, Twitter has destroyed him. Um, yeah. um, 473 people have liked it. Over um, 1,600 people have replied. And over 1,000 people have retweeted with comments. Um, I can tell you that um, they did not respond well to this to no. the sentiment. Um, even going to the uh, extreme of... Of finding particular um, donations he made to the Donald Trump campaign and mm. putting those to light to the surface. Um, and although I'm particularly, you know, and this maybe is going to get into some dicey, dicey, dicey territory, right? Because now we're talking about politics too, right? Saying that people who making the inference, these people on Twitter are making the inference that people who donate to Donald Trump also don't believe in wearing masks, right? This kind right. of like yes. lore, the, you know, gossip is that that's the truth, that if you donate, support Donald Trump, you also don't like masks. Right. Um, and and it's, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm just reading these comments and they are <laughs> wild. Okay, so... This is pretty rough because Chad Kimball himself had coronavirus. Um, yeah, and I that think, tops it all off. 
And I think he had it a few months ago now. He had it at the beginning of um, of quarantine. And I want to also, I, I don't mean to just be reading tweets at you guys, but um, Sharon Wheatley, who's also in the company of Come From Away, re- responded in public. So you can go, re- you know, let's read this for yourself. She responded to Chad and said, I respectfully and totally and uh, completely disagree with you. I respectfully feel you are very much on the wrong side of this. I FaceTimed you when you had COVID chat and you were very sick. I remember that it scared me. I love you like a brother, but I disagree with you. Very respectful. Very respectful. And I think, you know, and Michaela and I talked about whether or not we wanted to talk about it on the show. You know, not like Mm. our platform is this giant big thing, but it is kind of set in stone the things we do say. Um, And I think it's really, it's rough because I think at the end of the day, and Michaela, maybe correct me if I'm speaking for the both of us in, in wrongly, but of course we, of course, um, <laughs> we need to keep people safe. Period. And mm-hmm. and it's funny, not a lot of people know this. I'm not necessarily super religious, but I'm definitely not relig- not not religious. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, uh, but I don't really talk about it all that much, right? And to right. me, worship should and always be respected. But when it, but you can worship anywhere. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a person yeah. who feels the need to go uh, or the want go to, to go to church every single yeah. week, even before COVID. I think religion and spirituality is all on your own accord, on your own. Um, I don't feel like there there should be a way, quote unquote, way to do things. And I feel like that is the issue: is he feels like there is a need, a want, a must. The need outweighs keeping people safe. And to be honest, I'm not worried for Chad's life. I'm not. I'm worried about the people in the congregation who could get sick, specifically older people. So, like, what's your opinion on this? Because I just talked a lot. (laughs) And I just, I'm, (laughs) I just, I, because I want everybody to know this information before. I don't want it to come across like we're gossiping and we're trying to cancel people. No, we're just reporting on what these people are saying very publicly and they're Broadway people and that's what we like to talk about. Truly. So I think like if you want to sing to your God, like just do it in your apartment. Like, you know, if it's the whole thing is like, no, you don't want someone to stop you from singing. Like we have our homes to like sing in. Like, so sing and like praise your God. Like, do you? It's just like, it's so crazy that when we're trying to like keep people safe and like, especially now the virus is at an all time high, people are getting the virus left and right. Yeah. And from people that don't even go out all the time, you, your right to sing is not being like infringed upon to worship through song. Like if you really are going to church, just like hum along with your mask on. Like if you're humming, you're not opening your mouth and like releasing your germs. But mm. if you are singing, singing is very a strong sprayer. Like we see it on Broadway all the time. People spitting on each other when they sing. We had like, an episode it about is, it. A whole whole thing on it. It's really gross and is like the number one way to like spread your germs is through singing. Yeah. So I think the least like just get it out in your apartment before you go and then like go to church. You know, I, there's just other think, ways around it. I think at the end of the day, it's a big discussion too about power. And the idea is, I think in his in his opinion, of course, I'm not Chad, is that 
he thinks right, this right. has a big thing to do with government controlling Power, yeah. literally our mouths. After many deaths, y'all, God wants you to save lives. Sing to him from home. Literally what I said. Truly, Literally that is what you said. And I think, um, oh my God, some of these are so bad. I don't want to, they're <laughs> really. Don't, you don't have to read them. You don't have to read them. No, everybody can just, go on Twitter everybody and see Everybody go on Twitter and figure it out. So y'all, just be in and all like, be safe. Um, be thankful this Thanksgiving that you you yeah. have good health and take yeah. care of yourselves. You know, take care of the people, people around you. And um, y'all, it's been a crazy, 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 crazy year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but I think we're going to make it out at the end, kind of not fully put Just together, alive. but alive. Just skimming the surface. Just skimming the surface. Life. And we here, and here at the stage between us, we want, we want you to know that like, if we don't know you or we do know you, just know that we, we want you to have a really healthy and well Thanksgiving. Yes, um, yes. And I'm definitely thankful for you, Michaela. And, I'm uh, very thankful for you, Liam. It's, um, it's, it's just, you know, we got to take care of each other and, and hold each other accountable. I think that's the difference. Yeah. You know, we're not, this isn't easy stuff we're talking about, but it's holding each other accountable and taking care of each other. And I think, uh, I definitely hope I provide that to you and, um, and listeners, Thanks for following along, dude. <laughs> what a doozy. What this a doozy episode. of an episode, y'all. Have a great, great week. Remember, y'all, mm-hmm. this stayed between. Bye. Bye.